Hello, welcome to Spotlight, radiating artistic energy through the airwaves. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. This evening, short films in Port Erin. A chance to experience the future through this year's National Theatre Connections programme and the Manx Folk Awards. Remember, do get in touch with any creative artistic endeavours you may be involved in, planning, hoping to create, or would really like to put in that spotlight, this spotlight, this programme. They can be poetic, visual, theatrical, musical, ceramics, literary, crafting, whatever. Just email me, spotlight at manxradio.com, or of course direct, Howard Kane at manxradio.com. They both end up with me. Why not do it now and get on air? Now, the island isn't short of wonderful filmmakers... And the world of short films is where they all start out. Next Thursday sees a film showcase of Isle of Man Arts Council funded shorts plus a premiere Woo! that very evening. To find out more, I spoke to Isle of Man Arts Council Arts graduate intern Sophie Linham. Yeah, so on the Thursday the 23rd of March we have our short film evening um, which showcases um, nine council funded films including my own film that i've been working on in my internship it starts at 7 30 tickets are free um you can get them on the erin arts center website um but they are limited so get in there fast (laughs) and these so these all films made by what island-based filmmakers who've been sponsored by the arts council um yeah a lot of them are island-based some of them have moved away now but they are all sponsored well not sponsored funded mm-hmm. by the Alman Arts Council. We have a mixture of short films, we've got a time-lapse film in there, we've got music video, so there's lots of different kinds of films in there as well. And what sort of length, and when we say short film, for those who are perhaps thinking, well, what's short mean, is that five minutes or ten minutes or fifteen minutes, is, is it anywhere in that range, longer, shorter? Um, yeah, so I think our longest one that we'll be showing is maybe like just over fifteen minutes, um, and then the shortest is about three minutes, so... Anywhere between that time range. <laughs> and we seem, again, as is so often the case within the arts, we seem to punch well above our weight for a, for a fairly tiny community. We often seem to have some really skilled filmmakers coming through uh, on the island, and, and who knows where they know. Some of them do go on, indeed, to much greater things, and it's it's a fantastic starting spot, I suppose, over here, particularly if you can get some backing to start making these short films to, to hone your craft. You also have your own film, which you mentioned there as well, which is Solly's. So now you're coming from a dance background. So how does this fit in? Um, yeah, okay. So as part of like my first project idea when I first started with the Arts Council um, was to somehow combine dance and technology or film or something like that. Um, so we somehow got round to the idea that I would make a dance film. Um, obviously, I'm rubbish at filming and editing and all that kind of thing. Um, so I've worked with um, Belmont Media Group, um, who have done all the filming for me and editing, and they've made um, a little trailer, which you might see somewhere in the future. <laughs> um, and then I also worked with two composers, because again, I probably, in fact, definitely could not write my own music. <laughs> um, so I worked with Aaron Clegg and Ellery Morgan, um, and they kind of wrote half the music each 
um we gave them different locations because all the dancing is outside um around the isle of man um so i've done peel castle i've been in the sea you know dedication to the art form (laughs) um but yeah and then so i just came up with uh the choreography kind of based on how i felt like going to that place or like memories from that place or whatever it may be um and then we filmed it all in October, so it's pretty cold outside. We had some thunder, we had rain, we had all kinds of weather. <laughs> um, but yeah, we managed to get it all done in a week. Um, and then obviously it's just been editing and putting the tracks on and things that have taken a while, but it's wow. worth it. It looks is, is great. There, is there a voiceover to this as well, or is it purely the dance and the it's music? It's purely just dance and music, Yeah. So in, in essence then, from what you're saying, so it's almost like an interpretation of some places and venues around the Isle of Man, but through dance rather than through poetry or song, or, well, I suppose, and through music, but through music and also movement in your choreography. Yeah, definitely. And also it's kind of, there's so much dance on the Isle of Man. Like there's loads of dance schools, loads of kids and adults that dance and do different kinds of dance. And usually when you would see kind of an, advert for the isle of man Mm. if there was any dance in that it's usually the traditional fake dancing which is obviously great but i just wanted to show it through contemporary which is the style that i'll be doing in the film and just kind of show like there's more to the isle of man than just fake dancing or just trad music or whatever so we've gone down a i guess a more cinematic cinematic yeah. (laughs) yeah um down that route kind of so yeah. <laughs> and what sort of response? I know you've been going around some of the schools as well as part of your role and doing some teaching. What sort uh, of response do you get to that? Because it's, I, I think it's a more difficult thing. And I'm speaking here from someone who can't dance to save his life. You know, I, I can I can hold the tune of the song. I can I can play a couple of you know instruments with a, a half decent skill. <laughs> I can act a bit. Dancing, it just I, I'd never ever. I look at people think, how on earth do they remember all those moves? And how do they come up with that? And uh, it's totally out of my comfort zone altogether. How, what sort of response do you get going into schools? Um, so, school, for me, I've got like a great response actually in the schools um, because I try to base the sessions off what they're learning about. Um, and I kind of say to them, look, there's no right answer, there's no wrong answer. I just want you to think about how, I don't know, a Viking would move. Um, they're not going to be running around like ballerinas. They're going to be heavy. They're going to be maybe a bit hunched over like I give them all those kind of ideas and I mean for kids it's probably a little bit easier to use their imagination mm. but that's kind of where it stems from them kind of just playing with each other and I'm like okay now I'm gonna put some music on and I want you to just move around the room like you're in a battle or you're hunting for your food or something like that so I guess the kids just see it as a, a fun little playing session um but actually it gets them moving and thinking about different ways of moving rather than just being taught okay we're going to do a pirouette we're going to do a plie a leap that kind of thing (laughs) dance is obviously just all about how you interpret movement as well anyone can dance (laughs) in theory anyone can dance i I do remember doing something similar at school but i guess you're right you're very young you 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 feel less inhibited you'll express yourself whereas yeah if someone just said to me no i could probably plod around the room like a viking but you put the music to it and that's it i'd be out of it (laughs) great stuff so just remind us again then if people want to come down to the erin art center yeah, so tickets are available on the Erin Arts Centre website. We've also shared the link on the Arts Council Facebook page. Um, it's the 23rd of March, which is a Thursday at 7.30pm.
p.m. Sounds like quite an evening, doesn't it? And also, of course, a great opportunity for filmmakers on the Isle of Man to network with one another and ask questions as well about Isle of Man Arts Council funding. What's not to like? There may well be tickets left, but don't leave it too long if you're interested. Get in touch with the Erin Art Centre soonest. Spotlight. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. From short films to youth theatre, we dip in regularly to the wonderful artistic happenings at Kensington Arts, and one of the biggies on their artistic calendar is the National Theatre's Connections programme, where the NT commissions 10 new plays each year for young people to perform. You choose which one you're going to perform. Kensington Arts have chosen a play called Innocent Creatures. Assistant director of the show, Ben Gale, dropped by to tell me more and about what will happen once it's performed. You uh, pick one of the plays that you want to want to try and adapt. Um, of course, working completely from scratch because nothing's ever been done with them before. Um, so this year we've picked Innocent Creatures as uh, the one we thought we would have a go at. Um, and then what happens is we get support from them, uh, like chats with the uh, author and things like that of the show. Um, and then, so tonight actually we've got a director from the uh, Connections coming over from the UK. So he'll watch it tonight, give us some feedback of uh, what he thinks, how it's going uh, and so on and so forth. Then next month or six six weeks time, we'll be heading over to York and performing it in front of, again, um, some national theatre directors and uh, people, and then they'll judge Dean whether we're worthy to go down to London and perform it in the uh, in the big national theatre itself. Which is very exciting, I must admit, a wonderful opportunity. I know that it's been taken down there before in previous years, which must be a yeah a real uh, real eye opener. Tell us a bit more about the play itself, then, Innocent, Innocent Creatures. Uh, so it starts off it um it looks a bit into climate change and the way that the world's going and how it can progress quite quickly uh and then what humans have tried to do in a sense to try and quell that to keep it stop it from progressing um and then the way it's written we've got four different scenes and each scene jumps a certain amount of time into the future um i think by the end we're nearly three, four thousand years oh, wow. in advance. Uh, yeah, so it's um it has been quite interesting to try and do, but it is a very good uh very good play, very well written, um and does lead you to uh think about some th- things as you're watching it. And a sizable cast? Uh, so we've got a cast of sixteen, um varying from age of I think our youngest is fourteen up to eighteen now. And these are all um, young people who sort of go through Kensington Arts. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's it's really a way to it's a good way to give them good experience as they're coming up through. Um, I know if if I had the chance when I was coming up, I definitely would have jumped at it. Um, but it's just a really good way to uh, help them develop their skills. And I mean, as you know, the talent we've got over here when it comes to actually theatre and drama is is vast. Yeah. Um, and again, some of the people who've gone through Kensington Arts are now performing on the world stage yeah yeah um so it's another way to uh help develop the skills and get them get them ready to uh go out there and perform from the big crowds and so they the, presumably they're at the sort of different levels some will have done plays before and are some doing it for the first time yeah so we've got um we have got some that have uh even done a few gate shows before or have been doing it for quite a while um 
we've got one or two that mainly used to do singing and stuff like that as they were growing up uh, but never really looked into the drama side so it's a good bit for them to try mm. and develop that skill a little more and uh, yeah there's some that really this is their first ever time doing a show but it's um yeah so it's a good mix and it's a good way to uh develop them all at the same time and we were saying just as we were before we started recording this that uh, you're co-directing with david dawson and that's uh, something of a, a new venture for you as well is it uh yeah so this is um after nine years of doing shows myself it was a i was given the opportunity to to step into the production side of it so uh david dawson is the He's the director and has, he's done all connections apart from one year, I believe. Um, so for me, it was a very good way to step into it uh, with David, someone that's actually directed myself in the past and is very experienced and I get along with well. So that was a very comfortable way and a nice way to for me to step into more of a production side of it. So I'm very happy. How have you been finding it? Has it been a bit of an eye-opener? or Very much an eye-opener. It's uh, Yeah, it's been very different, but... At the same time, it's very fun. It's nice to, uh, like over this last week, you see some of the ideas that you that we've been trying to rattle through in our heads or see what we can do with. And um, yeah, you get to see it actually put on stage and it's it's really nice. It's it's a very big relief at the end of it. it gives a good smile on your face. <laughs> uh, speaking of going on stage, it, the opportunity over here at the Kensington Arts uh, Theatre is coming up, as you say, this very weekend. Is this open to, to anyone to go and see? Uh, yeah, so it's anyone can come see. We, um, I believe it's £5 a ticket for seniors and under-18s and £8 a ticket for um, general public. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're hoping to get as many people as we can down there at... Um, They've really worked hard, these kids, so it would be nice to give them the audience they deserve. And you could be seeing, quite literally, some of the stars of tomorrow because, like I said, frankly, no holds barred. And as, as we were saying before, some of the people, uh, is it Joe, I think, and some of the others have gone on to amazing things. So you could be seeing someone at Kensington Arts today who, in three, four, five years' time, could be in the West End, could be in Hollywood, could be Netflix, could be anywhere. Yeah, really, really could be. Um, watching some of them as they perform, it's... Um, it's very, very much a strong possibility. I'll be, uh, I'll be honest. Some of them are way above my level already. <laughs> it wouldn't be fair to mention. Yeah, there's such a big cast. It wouldn't be fair to without mentioning all of them just to pick a few out. So basically, you need to go and see some of these young folk uh, studying their stuff. The standard is always amazingly high. Your chance to get down there, and as you say, then so once they've done this, they take a look. It's judged out, and they will be. You'll be taking this over to York in. You said about six weeks time. Uh, yeah. So about six weeks time, we'll uh, go over to York. Uh, the good thing about it is even when we go over to the Orc, it's not only uh, the actors that we'll bring over. So um, we've got some uh, younger people as well that are learning things with sound or learning bits with lighting. So uh, they come over as well. They'll they'll go off during the day on their own little bit where they'll get uh, gone through lessons and taught different things about sounds and lighting and everything like that. And then they're actually doing all the lighting and sound for the show at the same time. Wow. So it is very good. And uh, yeah, we've managed to get people in, in all sorts. They've We've actually built all the set ourselves as well. So it's all all within the Kensington Arts and it's all been done really well. 
Terrific. Well, it sounds fantastic. I hope there's a really good crowd in. I hope it goes well when you get over to York and uh, we'll maybe talk about with yourself and Dorsey and some of the cast members perhaps uh, after you've been to York to see how it goes. And who knows, might be down to the National Theatre as well. Yeah, fingers crossed. I've got to say they're good enough. (laughs) Best of luck to everyone involved. I suppose that should be break a leg, to be honest. Those performances again, Friday the 17th and Saturday, March the 18th at 7pm. Tickets are still available. You can get them at kensingtonarts.im or at the Villa Marina and Welcome Centre. It should be a great night. And of course, you could be watching some stars of the future. If you're more inclined to folk than Faust, fear not. The Manx Folk Awards are on the horizon. Entries are now closed to this year's competition, but the event itself, or themselves, will be taking place between the 26th to the 30th of this month, as Manx Music Development Officer at Culture Van and Chloe Woolley explained to me. Yes, it's looking very healthy. We've got um, a good variety of schools from all over the island have entered. Um, uh, last year we had about 1,000 students take part, wow. actually, over the five days. So we're looking forward to another successful year. This is the 12th uh, Manx Folk Awards, or in Manx, it's Aundran Kjulte Vannen. And um, it's going to take place between the 26th of March and the 30th of March. So that's a Sunday to a Thursday. And what's actually involved then? When we say Manx Folk Awards, it's easy to say what's actually involved in it. What are those taking part actually doing? Well, um, it's a range of very informal competitions for children um, from, well, preschool really so aged three up to age 18 um, we start on the Sunday with secondary competitions and um, the competitions are in music a dance um, recitation singing anything to do with the Isle of Man and we have Manx Gaelic um, classes but also English recitation um, poems and and this year um, our theme is Manx calendar customs so that's reflected in the choir pieces that we set so um, this year we've got a set piece called the Flitter Dance Song. And, um, and flitters are whelks or...? Um, well, they're limpets. Limpets. That's right. So they're associated with Easter customs in the Isle of Man. And um, we've also got St Bridget's, uh, an invocation to St Bridget. So that's another calendar custom related to February. But we've also asked children to write their own um, poems about different parts of the Manx year or write a tune or a dance. That's our overall theme anyway this year. And what sort of interest do you get? I mean, is it, do you find it varies between the, the age groups? Is there a lot of interest in the older kids or how does it actually pan out? Um, it does vary from year to year. Um, we tend to get certain schools that specialise in having a folk group or a whole whistle class because we have certain classes where um, it's often the first time that a child will get to ever appear on stage Mm. so we've got this whole whistle class where they play two fairly easy tunes beginner tunes on the whistle so sometimes we have about 30 children from each school take part in that and then um we'll have big choirs um, from certain schools um all of the dance groups get involved so perry bairn who meet on a sunday and scavenger they'll put groups in as well so it tends to come from the schools but also the community groups and this is all Manx folk or Manx based music? Yes, that's right. Um, so that can mean a lot of things. There's um, Manx Gaelic songs, but we've also got songs from Manx National Songbook, um, modern songs, um, all sorts really. 
So I suppose in many ways it could be seen as the, you mentioned some of the, you know, Perry Bain and some of the groups are well known. It's a great, I suppose, proving ground for, for the next generation of, of Manx folk artists, perhaps. Yes, it's, we find it's really nice to see um, children watching other children from different schools and sometimes the surprise on their faces when they say, oh, they know that song as well. <laughs> or um, we tend to try and gather everyone at the end of the dance classes to all perform if they know the girls' jig or something like that, all get them on, get them all up on stage, and dance together. And the same with the choirs. We have a big group sing at the end, and we sing the national anthem. <laughs> um, so that is a nice, nice thing to see other children inspiring other children. So give us those dates again. Then, so like I said, entries are now closed. Good entries for this year, but you can go along and actually see the competition or the event itself. Uh, where, when, and uh, how do people get along? Okay, so um, we're based in Kensington Arts in Douglas from Sunday the 26th till Wednesday 29th of March. And that's also in the Rosemount Church, so we've got the choirs in there. So um, members of the public can come along. Um, We also have Manx Language uh, classes and poetry recitation classes in St John's Methodist Hall on the Thursday the 30th of March. Um, And again, if anyone would like to come along and enjoy very informal competitions, um, they'd be very welcome. Are you judging? Um, I'm not one of the judges, but um, I organise the Manx Folk Awards with um, Joe Collister from Desk, and we call upon experts from the field to come along and be our adjudicators. Members of the public are very welcome, as Chloe said. Get yourself along to Kensington Arts or one of the other venues and enjoy... Oh, don't forget, by the way, talking about big events on the Isle of Man, or any event on the Isle of Man, they're all great. The Young Farmers Concert must be one of the biggest events at the Gaiety. Had to be postponed this year due to the snow. New dates have been announced. It's been rescheduled for the 30th of March through to the 1st of April. Tickets will be like hen's teeth, but you never know. There might be some cancellations or someone not able to go on the new dates. The Secretary of the Isle of Man Young Farmers Federation, Bryony Neal, says beside the date change, there shouldn't be many other changes. Yeah, absolutely. I know um, I've got family up in Concrevody there and stuff, and they had, you know, snow drifts on the side of the fields and things. So uh, touch wood, everything was okay, and they were fortunate enough to get, get sheep out of the drifts when they could. So everything was all right, but, you know... It is you take all that into consideration and a lot of our members are farmers who would have had to deal with that and then you know the young farmers concert isn't really a priority when you're weighing those things against each other so um i think just yeah clean slating it on another weekend after it being so sort of treacherous this weekend is probably yeah. the right way to go the, there was talk of maybe just getting the friday and saturday in but mm-hmm. then you had the, the thing of, of what to do with the judges that you had for for the thursday night yeah uh, I, I was mentioned to me maybe about a matinee performance on a saturday afternoon yeah. as well yeah um, but in the end i think uh, as you've both said i mean it, it, i think it's the sounds like the the perfect decision and if all the clubs sort of went Yes, so it is Thursday the 30th of March, Friday the 31st and Saturday the 1st of April. And all the same, you managed to maintain the the same judges and the the people involved? 
Pretty much, I think so. Yeah, there's a little bit of admin to do, but um, hopefully everything will run exactly the same. Um, we'll have a big four club full concert run through dress rehearsal on the Wednesday night just to get everyone to brush off the cobwebs again. And uh, yeah, we'll hit it on the Thursday. You all know it'll be still last minute for every club, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be perfect. There'll still be a bit of stress, <laughs> but yeah. Well, well done to you both uh, because it would be difficult decisions to be made yeah. and it all sounds like uh, everyone's pulled together on this yeah. and uh, the, it'll yeah. go ahead. Yes. That's about it for this week. Don't forget, if you want to hear anything again, go to manxradio.com, download the Spotlight podcast, listen where you want. Why not try it whilst making a nice asparagus risotto? might make you think of spring. Surely it must be nearly here. See you next week when we'll catch up with the latest about the Easter Play Festival and perhaps hear about the delayed Braden Stedford. That damn snow's got a lot to answer for. Look after yourselves and whatever you're doing, be creative about it. <laughs>